do you think we should address uh, why we are recording the first episode for the third time yeah, yeah, yeah. i was thinking the same thing yes so uh, for our listeners wait 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 it's it's hey, i have i have ho- i have the whole thing planned out oh you you planned this out yeah dude i was <laughs> i was thinking of doing a good introduction and all that okay <laughs> Take the floor, Manish, with the weirdest <laughs> laugh ever. It's the wrong fucking player. so much build up is there <laughs> you are anyway yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> build up we are both fine we are normal okay fine fine okay then uh, ready 1 2 and 3 hello 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 everyone and welcome to the wrong layer podcast where we try to talk about what is going on in the art world while being completely obvious oblivious to the real world problems and dying sea life uh, this is our first episode which by the way this is our third time recording it and this very original format of content is being hosted by the artist pad hello i'm the artist pad the representation of the last brain cell fuck you i was going to say that <laughs> you piece of shit <laughs> i knew oh, god damn it man i shouldn't have given you that idea stupid <laughs> then we have uh, joash brito uh hello <laughs> and uh, and and it's now it's just me manish demon and i wanted to say something and i wanted to say what he just said and this asshole took my idea so anyway take okay, a fine <laughs> if you want to be the last brain cell you can be that acha to what uh, today for this episode what are we going to talk about uh well uh, <laughs> oh, shit, i'm still recovering from the the dhoka <laughs> that i gave you There was a class uh, A betrayal. It was beautiful. It was beautiful, dude. Fuck People man. People have no context to this based on how yeah. we edited this. It's fine. Get used to it. <laughs> uh well, uh wait. Are we talking about what we did this week? Oh, okay. So, uh yeah, let's let's uh, okay. So the first segment, let's start with what we <laughs> have done this way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> how how do I how do I start it? We started already. Okay, fine. Uh, so this week, uh, I I had a relatively busy week. I had a couple of commissions to take care, and I was supposed to record our uh, first episode, uh, which we thought was really good. Uh, I use past tense because uh, it's fucked now because we can't use the audio because of no fault of anybody. Joash. uh he someone's you know audio was very much fucked joash because of which we are re-recording this for the third time uh so this will definitely not come out on the day that we hyped up but yeah you I mean, know, it, it is what it is no i'm not what <laughs> fuck off <laughs> i have to edit this there's no way i'm finishing this today but yeah that was my week what have you guys that's, been that sounds to? like a good week Josh, it just sounds like a good week. Like, <laughs> I record an episode three times. I agree with you. All of this has happened in the week that you both have existed alongside, and you're like, yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> We have been part of, the, yeah. All right, so, Josh, uh, how has your week been? Um, it has been interesting. 
I was I finished the 100 days of sketching challenge which is big um but yeah so for anyone who's not familiar it's like a challenge where you draw one you draw something every single day for 100 days and yesterday was not was it yesterday no it was the day before yesterday um was day 100 and I finished it I fucking um went through it um uh, this is the second time I'm finishing it so I am quite proud of myself for that without missing a single day Although this time I didn't post as much, uh, I did do it last year as well, 100 days. Uh, I think I'm getting good at this, <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> that is like on the art side of things. Uh, and I was also really proud of that the most recent Attack on Titan piece that I did. Um, I was thinking about it yesterday. Actually, I was talking about it on stream as well, which is uh, I feel like there is the whole emphasis on uh, quantity over quality, which I think is very valid. but as an intermediate artist it is kind of important for me to uh, every once in a while like push pieces as much as i can which is like quality over quantity which is like what i've done for this last piece uh cuz i spent 3 weeks on it which i've never done on most pieces there was a lot of exploration and what not uh but i think it just for me it's more of like a milestone to where i can look back and tell okay i have grown over the last one year or whatever How sad is it that you could finish hundred days of sketching, and we are still we can use your hundred days of sketching as a reference point to see all of our failed attempts at recording this podcast. <laughs> like that was our timeline. Did you start the Attack on Titan piece when we did our first attempt, or were you on like a completely different? Piece? I think so. No, I think I was working on the Attack on Titan piece oh, already. Thank God, that makes me feel a little better now. Not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the thing is, he started one artwork. and we tried to record it two times in the middle and he finished it before we start the third one which is actually sad for the wrong layer podcast <laughs> which I mean, is the thing is like so equally <laughs> um but yeah that is all i have to say uh, what have you been up to manish for the third mm. time in the same week <laughs> <laughs> well i i actually i uh, i think i have already told you guys this, this before in the previous recording but i'm going to just say this again for the sake of uh the people who are listening to it i started this art series about this character called milkman so this is a very absurd idea and i just wanted to mix media like mix not media per se mix uh, different ideas into it like it's sort of a creepy pasta kind of artwork but then it just ruins uh, like that that theme is just ruined by the presence of this very background kind of character called milkman so what happens is this milkman is like he just delivers milk to this all sort of places and <laughs> yeah and that's about it and that's about what i am trying to do uh this i think for for at least uh, at least 6 to 7 more weeks just post, because that's what i do i just post uh, one artwork every week and uh that's about my art thing how is it a creepy pasta thing do it it looks too nice it looks too nice to be creepy pasta to it's more i i feel more fantasy ha huh. okay yeah more fantasy i guess not not but not very creepy kind of thing but i think yeah. it's because of your color palette your color palette yeah too, it's very dark soothing <laughs> yeah like, i know oh, i don't know it's nice it's like amazon <laughs> the rainforest nothing creepy can happen here Yeah so what what happened is when i was working on my uh, desktop it just looks really bright and as soon as i uploaded it it's like uh, in in my phone it's very dark it kind of looks dark and i just right. thought that oh maybe this is but I, i then i realized that i should have made it a little brighter but yeah this is this is more of a fantasy than 
uh, then a creepy pasta kind of artwork so uh, that that's the art part of uh, my week uh, so do you guys want to be more Wait, personal do you, have, uh, do you have part of your week which is not art related e- yes yes there what is something ha- what happened so, do you have a life <laughs> i don't know i don't know yeah the, there's this one thing <laughs> called hap- okay. one thing happened that's called life <laughs> but anyway uh like uh, i don't know should, should should are we doing like personal things is a say bro <laughs> okay so i mean so, what do you want to share don't have to share like if you broke up or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah okay fine so the like there's a funny bit in in it as well so what happened is uh So I have I have had my gold 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 leather stone issues okay for a real long time so oh. I went to uh, do a scan this time around like uh, it I haven't checked it since a year so I just went to see like what's what's up what's the update what's going on so uh so it's not your instagram stay what <laughs> why is so casual about this <laughs> no 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 it's not the, the funny bit is going to come so I, I just I just wanted to say this because it's like really weird Uh, so i went to check and they and then they set me down and uh they did the scan and all and then they said that your gallbladder has become smaller so uh, in the beginning they were talking a lot of things like what you can do what not to do and all that and they were in the they started saying gallbladder eventually they uh changed the name into gb okay so they were saying ki your gb has shrunk down and i just couldn't stop myself and knowing me i just said to the two no. nurses there I told them uh, so uh, are you saying that my GB has become MB now and uh, they were not very <laughs> they were not impressed uh. they just looked at me and like for a second there was a pause and then they said yeah you know what take this uh, collect, collect the test tomorrow and uh, go check with the surgeon or whatever but yeah There was you know, the <laughs> you know, highlight on, of my we, no shut up you know okay. when people say uh, artists are you know uh, very introverted they can't talk to people they're sad yeah yeah i i get that because, <laughs> because of you i have a bad life do you realize you you are the cause for it what how because you say stupid shit normal people and they think i'm you that's no issue fucking <laughs> Um, but did but yes mm, yeah, if any we're uh, keeping that part in that i think is um, i'm sorry for whoever had to listen yeah. to that <laughs> i'm so sorry <laughs> i hope i hope you have a good day but if you but if anyone of you is having a gallbladder issue then high five please don't do that go check get checked out and don't say these things to your doctor we can be we can be gallbladders okay before anyway, uh, <laughs> before <laughs> we uh, swiftly try to move on from yes that thing um i wanted to give a shout out uh, we thought of doing like a shout out every single episode dude based on the number of shout outs vishal has already gotten in her field <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> uh but this week's shout out goes to sketchboards on instagram um aka vishal kulve um he is an artist and musician uh, who helped us with a lot of the audio on here uh with like the intro music and a few other stuff but yes big shout out to him um he also creates a bunch of some really cool art so if you are interested in live loop music or 
want to just look at some really cool art go check out sketchboards on instagram um we'll also probably link it in the description so i don't need no, to no, spell we'll it definitely out. will uh, yeah <laughs> you shout someone out like how do you find them you cannot <laughs> that is the thing. <laughs> that is the deal you'll have to look for it <laughs> but yeah. uh, uh but, based on yeah. our experience with recording this podcast where we re- we actually did a good job at planning everything out you know the pre production stuff how we're yeah. going to record it how we're going to edit it adding filters to our audios all that shit we planned it really well and uh, none of it has gone to plan from what <laughs> i understand uh, we i mean the filters are still it. helping our voice sounds e- nice yeah Hopefully. but like the the plan like the overall plan that we had of you know recording putting out the podcast and yeah. everything it, oh yeah yeah it, the timeline has, is fucked yeah it has gone to shit Uh, which is a great segue where uh, how do you plan for a career in art <laughs> uh, which uh, i think is very similar it is like a very good parallel to life where uh, you can plan all you want but if things go to shit they go to shit so uh, for an artist uh, i have constantly gotten questions uh, about uh, whether i should go to art school whether i should uh, just learn from youtube or uh, do i do engineering and then give up halfway and then do art or or do i you know a lot of uh, how to get into the art world especially when it comes to the studying part of it so uh, personally speaking i have not gone to any art school ever uh, and uh, knowing joash i know he hasn't either but manish <laughs> you have <laughs> gone I to have. art school yes and and how was your experience with art school uh my experience was let's say in india the art school or the animation institutes and all that it's not very i know it might sound a little bit uh uh sad not yeah it is sad <laughs> and also not demoralizing what is that word disappointing When it's it's actually all of those <laughs> yeah, it's actually all of Any word I give you, like yeah, that's correct, but not entirely. <laughs> no, 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 I f- I just forgot the term. That's that's the. Uh... But anyway, so yeah, so it's not very a good situation in India regarding the art school and animation institutes and all that. But the uh, but one uh, but some dis uh, sorry some advantages that can come from uh, visiting an art school is you interacting with uh, the your your kind of people. like the artists who are also trying to you know uh learn about their uh, industry and how it's uh how how it's there and also like the the teachers who are there to help you and all that so basically yeah so like you get a lot of idea about the whole industry if you go to an art school i feel like personally i mean these days everything is available in the internet and also you can just sit at home and uh you can you can research about everything that is out there but at that time i don't want to sound too old like a boomer but at that time yes uh i was very uh, like i didn't know what was going on i didn't even know that art was a career so i started uh, like i i ha- i had to change art schools because of some issue the first art, art school i went to was in kolkata and i was i was a very i was a young child i was a kid then and uh, okay. <laughs> you said the same word in three different ways i was a young child kid <laughs> so i was uh, yeah i was very young then and i like i was uh, when 
they said ki uh, there is they they are having some affiliation affiliation issue with the university i got sh- like spooked or shocked and then i had to like change my arts uh, this thing art institute so eventually i went to dehradun where i spent uh, four years three uh, out of out of that i spent in the i spent for the uh, degree and the fourth one i just stayed at home and practiced do you so, think uh, hmm. between like the the years that you spent at home practicing and the degree thing would mm-hmm. you say like do you think you would have improved better if you had like i don't know an addi- additional time um with education or do you think like at this point would you rather have just stayed at home and studied the entire time or would I, you rather I, have yes, spent it more time definitely, in school definitely definitely no i i would have rather stayed at home and studied because i think i think the thing that i learned in art school i can easily learn from internet this this yeah like there's like smaller courses going courses going on and then you have the youtube videos you have the like you have all the sources maybe so i wanted to huh. get it out of the way whereas like i want to get make sure that people get our personal bias out of the way mm-hmm. yeah because uh, we are i think we are all just because of how how much we've done uh we're and also additional just the fact that we know we're already like in a place where we sort of can see that we don't need the education anymore yeah so right. it's more of like a in hindsight it's like i don't i don't really need it i could learn it on my own yes but definitely. just to put it out there it's that uh, all of us i think are more biased towards not going to art school yeah uh, so <laughs> get that out of the way but then i sort of want to talk about some of the pros and cons of going i guess mm-hmm. so it's like uh, some of the pros what would you say like manish since you went to the art school thing Uh, you are more knowledgeable than us but uh, you said obviously you prefer you'd rather huh. have not gone but is there nothing you got or is there still no no i think uh, no no like i mean i mean i did obviously gain a lot but main important that the main important thing that you get is because in a uh, art school or whatever when you're doing projects and all you are working with your friends so before you know uh, before you you start working for a company or like any art industry or any art production houses you you are already trained to do that in your uh, school projects as in the art school projects so that kind of has been quite beneficial to me and also like interacting with fellow artists because i started out as a very uh you know self uh you know I, i was i j- yeah not se- <laughs> yes selfish <laughs> definitely yes, i just I agreed <laughs> uh, i just kept everything to myself and i didn't want to interact with that much uh, with with people that much so eventually I, when i joined the art school i started interacting more and i started interacting with the teachers and i had this urge to learn more and when the teachers when there are teachers who are supporting you and you're you know lifting you up saying hey you are you're you're doing this good but you can do better there's always a sense of uh, you know uh, becoming more uh, better and also uh, your friends your colleagues that you are interacting with or competing with in a sense it also it, that yeah that definitely helps you you know become a better artist and yeah that's like just the part of that's like one of the pros a few of the pros I imagine, uh, of going I imagine art schools it does give you like a platform to It is definitely uh, come out of your shell shell yeah. a little more right yeah 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 
yeah you, you become open to more of the ideas more different kind of ideas you become open to them because you're already working with different different kind of arts art, uh, artist so those people have uh, interest in different kind of fields some like uh, 2d traditional some like digital and some are very like oriented towards the clay claymation kind of thing and there are other people who are like involved in filmmaking and all that so it's like you're surrounded by all these people and which in my opinion is very helpful and like you know for your growth i i actually want to get like uh, some clichés out of the way mm. uh which is like you know oh if if you're really passionate about something you will learn <laughs> no matter what wherever that you is, are under the lamp inside the candle yeah i'm sure you can do that <laughs> studying under incense sticks yeah uh, another yeah i think oh fuck this is the only cliche i could think of but <laughs> with all due respect to uh, wherever the fuck money is studied uh if you go to a institute like let's say shishti because i'm from bangalore that's the one i know uh i'm pretty sure you would pick up a lot more like the quality of an institute also matters to a certain extent which i don't think a lot of institutes in india have uh, especially art institutes they are very much focused on oh here's the software we will teach you uh or i think more focuses on graphic design rather than anything a little more creative like illustration or uh, mm-hmm. painting i which is not fine art i mean yeah so, true true uh, make sure you do like your research before you know like if i were to go to art school which i didn't because i didn't know there was a thing called art school I I studied architecture for 3 years and then I was like okay this isn't for me. Uh I genuinely have no idea where I was going with this. <laughs> But uh wait, where where what were we talking about? Uh we were talking about some of the clichés. Yeah. Ha huh, yeah. So now that that cliche is out of the way, uh it is like very much uh how a person learns. I think that is where yeah, you exactly. can make the most efficient use of your learning like if you know what is the best way for you to learn personally like i'm okay learning on my own like i can watch videos and practice i can watch tutorials practice shit like that or like pick up some courses on skillshare or any any kind of online learning which i can do on my own i'm okay with it i can pick up stuff but i know some people can't do that some people need a teacher a mentor a a, a school discipline where you have to go there or do get you know a day's work done to be able to you know grasp stuff so if that is something that works for a person i think art school is great or any kind of school for that i mean bottom line is that uh, regardless of whether you decide to get formal education or whether you decide to use youtube videos you're going to have to mm. put in the time yeah, yeah you're going to have to put in the time and have enough self discipline to where you're practicing yeah. even when you're not expected to practice right because mm-hmm. like with something like art it can get really competitive and yeah. so yeah. on one hand it's like you want to be better than everyone else because uh, if you're just as good or not as good as someone else uh, then there is not as much reason for someone to hire you now that's not to say that just uh, you're not the best person <laughs> in your city you're not the best artist in your city you're not going to get hired there is a lot of demand but in general i think as an artist you'd want to be doing as good as you can and so if you don't really have the drive to like push as much as you want then it's not that it's the art skill that's holding you back but in general that sort of mindset doesn't really help uh, if you're going into something like freelance this is not even about art but any sort of like freelance field where 
you're competing against other people yeah and the other thing like i think this is like the most important thing in my opinion when it comes to like going to an institute which is very art focused is i mean uh the degree obviously cuz yeah it's obviously an advantage no matter it, what you do it is especially in india it holds quite a bit of value even when you're in a creative field it doesn't matter as much because if your portfolio is good it can overshadow your degree but it is good to have one cuz because people who are not in a creative field who do not know the importance of a very well built portfolio they will care about the degree because that is like a guaranteed proof that even though it might not be but for them it's like oh yes degree which means he's finished college which means he knows stuff yeah i think it depends on who you're working with uh, if you're working with clients yeah. who aren't in the art field so for example you're working with other like commercial clients who have no idea what it is but they can look at your uh, account and they can see your page and you have like a degree on that uh, yeah, then yeah. Sure. you sort of have a chance like they better you have a higher chance of getting you there but i feel yeah. like when people are discovering your stuff they're not discovering you through your degree right like yeah. how often is no, it that no. someone who is coming into Absolutely. contact with your work like their first thing is they see your degree i think yeah. you're only getting a degree if you're working in sort of like a non if you work if you're looking for a job in a not non art place so for example if you're applying a job applying for a job at say like any of the companies over here like swiggy or zomato or any of the companies based in india Uh, but they are not art companies so these are like food delivery companies for example but they still need artists and illustrators or designers for their stuff right and so over there if you're if you're trying to get a job over there then your degree certainly helps because they see that yeah. and they're like okay there is credibility over there but i feel like if you're doing freelance people aren't really finding you through your degree right they're finding you yeah. through your art and at that exactly. point they've already decided that they sort of yeah. want your stuff if they contact you Yeah I remember uh, when uh, when I was in my first in uh, art institute animation institute uh since I said ki there was a small problem and everyone freaked out because at that time I did not know that if you have a good port- portfolio like your degree is you know it doesn't that matter that much because people would approach to you uh, based on your you know skills so at that time it was so scary to me I think like everyone around me was a hey, degree name milegi degree name milegi and that freaked <laughs> literally freaked me out Damn. i was like shit my my career is going to shit and all that because at that time i didn't know and i just feel like if i knew back then i wouldn't have cared that much and i wouldn't have wasted like one more year of my life and the thing is like uh, we're comparing uh, an art creative field to let's say a little more academic field like let's say engineering or doctor where yeah. of course a degree matters a lot more uh, yes definitely uh, yeah. because uh, and that's the thing right so when people and that's the generalized idea in india so when people look at a creative field that is the perspective they're looking at it from if they are not if they you know they don't know much about the field mm-hmm. it is when and because that is the larger market right now and if that is the kind of companies you're applying for because let's be honest if it's a corporate company you're probably going to get paid pretty decent I was thinking about it do you think uh, like you mentioned the engineering thing right where mm-hmm. or in any sort of <laughs> stem field or whatever uh, there is a little more emphasis on the degree yeah uh, but do you think it's because with art or even music say for example like people who do commercial music and stuff mm-hmm. uh, do you think the reason that the degree isn't as important when you're working in that field is because it's more like product oriented 
like no, uh, result oriented so for example if you are able to create a good result uh, a good illustration or a good piece of music then the client doesn't really care right what credentials yeah. you have if they can see that you do a good job whereas if you are <laughs> engineering for example uh, like you can create a pretty building but if you, there is like and <laughs> like there are people who can create like decent buildings but not know what's going on underneath and i'm just saying like in general so have knowing when you're hiring someone like an engineer for you are you hiring engineers or are you getting a job but regardless when you have an engineer working for you and they have a degree you know that not only are they just creating something that looks good but they sort of know what they're doing uh, mm. even on the inside and since the 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 margin of danger is a lot higher with like medicine or degree or like engineering or science uh, rather um, I think yeah. there is a, a little more importance on making sure that you know what you're doing because the margin for error is a lot. Yeah. And the thing is like when it's the degree is more of like a short short guarantee right like Yeah. It's not because with a with a freelancer or some other degree there is you you're going in very blind cuz you know it's just like you know it's your word against mine like if he's saying he knows these things then you sort of take his word for it or like you know evaluate look at his work and then evaluate well it's a perceived guarantee yeah yeah so with that you can do with an engineer as well but when you see the the degree there that you you know he has gotten this degree th- that fear or that guessing is immediately just erased because like, oh uh, i get it he he knows what i'm looking it for. puts you at ease yeah yeah so it's mostly that but the other most important thing personally because i don't have a degree i have bias against is that uh the connections that you make the uh the what do you say the circles that you're in is very very important when you're in a creative field because the more connections you have the more your art is out there which is mm. giving you more and more opportunities to get into projects or jobs and shit like that and that for a freelancer is everything because without networking and connections you're just stagnant you have to reach out So I don't think you can do anything without those connections, and that really helps when you're coming from a art institute because you have a lot of like-minded people. You have your professors that who are also in the same field, so you're already halfway there in the industry because of all the people that you know. Yeah, you are saying that uh, <coughs> your connections did lead to a majority or almost like hundred percent of your jobs in your yeah. first year going freelance, right? Easily, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, where else does you're not getting any other work otherwise yeah the only other thing you can do is like you have your work you print it out and you're selling it i guess that is one way of starting a business without having no connections i th- i mean i think there are other avenues for for finding connections but it it's definitely a lot harder than yeah yeah uh, if you just already knew people in the industry or people in the same field if you if you take the if you take the stereotype of oh artists are reclusive they you know this are cooped up in a corner in their house crying all the time and from <laughs> the depression comes art if uh-huh. if you take that as a general thing then it is way easier to have your connections in your art school and then come out into society and deal with it than just immediately go into society and then try and make connections it is way too hard <laughs> because <laughs> okay now you're looking now you're guessing is this person into art is is someone who wants to buy i don't know so you're you're it's like way too much trial and error but once you're in college in art school there are people who are your seniors there are people who are your professors who have done the shit for you 
you just need to go and ask them or they'll tell you or you'll figure stuff out it is very very easy there there's this misconception that uh, comes with like i mean not comes with but a lot of younger people have that uh, to be like a freelance artist or to be like a professional artist you need to uh, just be really good at art and so uh, you don't really consider the other thing advantages of going to art school because no one's thinking about connections and all those mm-hmm. are different advantages of going to art school because you don't think connections are important in getting a freelance thing right you feel like uh, i need to be a good artist and then i get jobs that's how it works yes yeah that's partly true uh but uh, being good at art is like 50% of the gig or or of being a freelance artist let's say because uh, yeah i want to separate that from working at an art studio or whatever but objectively speaking if if the better your art is relatively prospects are better but if your art is really good and uh, you have no yeah connections or no ways to market it then someone with not as good objective objectively speaking art but is really good at marketing stuff they're they're going to be ahead like no doubt because society currently is very uh marketing oriented right you just have to market your stuff <laughs> like you have to put your name yes, out there not ma- it's it's just that like marketing the whole process of marketing is getting people to see you and con- convincing them that uh your product is worth spending their time or money on right and so if you can't market yourself then you can't convince <laughs> regardless of where your skill level is yeah like regardless of where yeah. your skill any level sort of competitive is, field you have to constantly market it no matter what if you have if you want that but if you're going for something like hmm. let's say a uh, concept art or uh, you know very studio based uh, industry art then i think your marketing isn't as important like you still have to put your work out there but it is very portfolio oriented but you send out your work to people when you say like uh, even your portfolio is sort of a form of marketing i mean like that anything you make is marketing yeah so it's like you can just put your yeah yeah so like in general whatever you're doing if it's if you're competing with other people marketing is an adv- it like gives you an advantage where you're sort of thinking from the point of view of a consumer and you're saying uh, you can sort of evaluate what gives me an advantage over other people who are doing the exact same thing i'm doing and so what sort of edge can i give myself here or there um uh, to make sure that i am a more um likely candidate or i'm a more suitable candidate for the people who are hiring so it's like even with the portfolio like you said if you could just slap all your images just like that onto a thing and that too is considered a portfolio but uh, if you sort of try to think yeah. about it a little more and you try to curate it Uh, and sort of try to design in a sense that if you're looking at it as a third person with like no bias you don't know who you are and you're seeing your art what gives other people the best impression of your art and so i feel like it just in general whenever you when you are an artist since a lot of it is uh, competing from a, a result point of view or a result oriented point of view um, making sure that you can sell that result to people is very important I mean like we could just test it out now like uh both of you have like what we consider a real job and I'm a freelancer so how how did you guys get your job was it based on a merit uh, of your portfolio or did you just see the degree and they were like and then they called you like what, how did you get your job in my case uh, they didn't see any degree yeah it's the same same with me 
I think they just saw the portfolio. Portfolio. Well, there you go, guys. Everyone who's in art school drop out immediately. It's not worth it. <laughs> yeah, it's not worth <laughs> it. <laughs> but no, but uh, fuck education. Like I, on my on my resume, I don't even have my education on there. I mean, I think. Or I do have my education, but I think fair. it's just uh, the school that I've gone to. That's it. <laughs> Josh. Yeah. And I don't have which class it was because uh, for, <laughs> just to like clarify for people on the podcast, I have only done like my tenth grade and then I dropped out after that. Mm. So the thing is, you don't want to tell people that you're. <laughs> yeah. This is sort of like a, if you are also in a similar situation. But uh, for for the record, I'm not advocating it. I would not recommend you drop out in tenth. Yeah. Uh, but just the the point is, if you are not very comfortable with your education or you feel like that might be something that's holding you back. the best thing you can do is just not make it a huge deal so i have still included my education in the sense that i have just given name of the school that i have gone to but i haven't like written what exactly it is there or how till what class that was you just want it to be there for the sake of being there if you want you can omit it as well if it it's not super relevant to your field uh but the i got sort of hired on i applied to this job on linkedin uh where they sort of had like a questionnaire for me to fill out uh which is which went a little more in depth and stuff it i think this questionnaire was a little unique what was there like how long have you been dating for how many moles do you have how many what moles do you have like how in depth is this? <laughs> the way you're describing it <laughs> yeah what are your secrets <laughs> it was more of a sort of like a character not a character test but it's sort of it's a little more it's a little less formal it was like a aptitude test Yeah, yeah, so I guess you could say that because it was a little less formal. It wasn't like uh, the usual interview questions, uh, and sort of, sort of like judging what kind of uh, person oh. you are based on mm. the answers. What that was the quirkiest question they asked you? Was like, what's your favorite food? Why? How is that quirky? It's like a I don't know. I couldn't <laughs> think of anything. Anything quirky I could think of just sounded sexual. I was did like, maybe <laughs> just not ask it. Did they ask? Did they ask you, "Khana kha liya, Babu"? <laughs> ट and this was just completely based on my portfolio like i said my resume doesn't include any education um so there isn't really much for people to go off of except my my portfolio link yes um so yeah and this was the job that i got ended up not being an illustration job it ended up being mm. a design job so graphic design even though my portfolio is just completely illustration yeah dude i have like a bone to pick with companies on linkedin <laughs> don't don't put illustrator or illustration artist and if you're looking for a graphic designer yes. they're two very very different things dude that's such a huge pet peeve i know you 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 really cool companies you think <laughs> you can tell oh we're looking for a illustration based graphic designer no 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 you're just trying that to you know you're just saying that you want you want a graphic designer okay stop <laughs> company i know okay you know what i'm just going to pretend all of these companies are listening stop doing this shit okay this put graphic <laughs> designer looking You're... for a graphic designer who knows how to use illustrator <laughs> two very different things right adobe in front of that don't yeah. put looking for a illustration artist <laughs> from from because of this uh, 
Yeah, because of this statement, I think Spud is going to be blacklisted by every company. I'm a freelancer, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, but like as we were talking about art education, uh, I want to talk about uh, alternatives for an institute mm-hmm. or an institute level education, which are I would recommend or like this, I've taken these courses, which are like stuff on stuff made by other artists. For example, like uh, uh, schoolism. I think is a really good place and most of the courses by Proco are really good. Uh, so when an artist is curating uh, a course, I'm talking like for beginners as well, is those are pretty good if you just, you know, like for skill development. Gumroads as well? Uh, I haven't picked up any beginner level co- course on Gumroads, so I don't know. I'm sure they're there, but like a proper full-on course, like let's say from schoolism, uh, from beginner to industry level, whatever you learn. Uh, I think, I'm not sure, they don't replicate the, you know, sitting in a classroom, talking to friends experience, but just pure knowledge of, you know, and skill that you get. That, I think, is pretty much equivalent because you're learning the same things. And if anything, uh, since you're learning it from artists who are in industry, you will learn the marketing part of it as well because they are teaching you things that they know works for that industry. Uh, which I think is a little more generalized in a little, an institute in India, specifically speaking. Yeah, but just to play the devil's advocate on that, it's uh, not every artist who's really good at art is as good as at teaching. And so, like, if you are a beginner, uh, you ideally want to try to look for people who are good at teaching. So before yeah. you buy a course, look look through like reviews or try to have someone who can vouch for those. Especially if you're spending money on it. Most of these courses will have like a trial class or will have like one class which you know is like free to watch or free to learn or whatever. So use yeah. take a I would I I took that because I buy them anyways because like I'm sure of myself that I'll learn. I'm like okay I've paid for this, so I have to now at this point. There's no other alternative. I think once you're an intermediate artist, especially like, uh, I mean, just this is just speaking from my experience where like early on you sort of need someone to yeah absolutely hold your hand and uh, yeah, uh, yeah. guide you through like certain fundamentals and do's and don'ts and whatnot. But once you get into like an intermediate stage where you sort of get, you sort of understand the basics on your own. Yeah, for sure. Um, the sort of courses that have been benefiting me me the most recently uh, were just videos of people drawing or like watching mm. Twitch streams from different artists and just looking at how they draw and how they approach certain things and like artists that I like. So just looking at how they create shapes, what their process is and just those, like they, they may have like certain uh, shorthands that they use which are like tricks, I guess it's a more common word uh which makes things a little easier for them and stuff like that so those are usually not that uh they're not usually as spoken about in like tutorial videos or videos which are trying to explain things to you as an artist and those are things you only get from looking at other artists so and so i think in the year 2021 we are definitely in a privileged position where you have the opportunity to look at multiple world level artists and see them draw in real time uh, which I think is very under undervalued in like current situation I think there isn't much difference between a school like an actual school institute and a course because they're both online 
and some of these courses do have like you know zoom classes and shit shit during the uh, pandemic yeah until the school starts then okay there are different and like me, how me uh, me and manish we spoke on the our previous recording which was that uh, what we thought uh, would have been best for us is like uh, which i think i relatively did was take up like a one year course where and learn all the basics of everything like you know learn the basics of uh, all the softwares that you need to know and you know basic uh, art stuff which is like you know you have your principles of design composition uh, shading line perspective yada yada all all the basic stuff and once you get that uh, now you have enough base knowledge that you can try to learn on your own well, uh, and start yeah i mean in every art institute or every, every uh, small this thing uh, courses that you do most common thing that they teach you is just the basic just the basic idea of a software if you are a digital artist and the rest is up to you right just to uh, you know take the basic idea and then create your own thing from there onward i definitely uh, like looking back i think i should have just uh, taken a one year course and taken the rest of the four years just to you know sit at home and practice because those that i think yeah. that was the most uh, I don't know <laughs> what I was about to say but yeah useful I you sort of get a bulk of the information in the starting right is that what you're saying yeah 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 and also you have like four more years to just practice by yourself which is which is the best way in if you if you want to improve in your art i'd have probably gone for like the the like if i could redo it which i don't want to it's like uh, huh. this is just an ideal case but yeah. like i'm happy with what i've done so far <laughs> but uh, mm-hmm. i would have probably done like a degree course uh, or just like a, a course at a sort of semi reputable institute just so that i know that the people who are going there are also serious about getting in there it's not just like uh, people going there for the yeah. sake of going there or you can just pay money and get in there uh, right. which is the case this is, in a lot of cases this is actually but, this is actually yeah. so true for the Some most part you want to have like people who are also passionate about what they're doing and so when you yeah, go to true, true. that's the difference between going to like a reputable place and a place where it's like um not like it's it's a, not as popular i guess because the education quality isn't going to differ as much the amount you're going to learn or how good an artist you're going to be is not really going to change it's mostly just the crowd that changes and so i probably would have done like Uh, a degree course and just uh, messed around for all four or three years not really focusing right. on the education yeah. but just the true, fact true. that uh, you get people to hang out with and have friends and uh, i and wish i had more friends uh, at this point but <laughs> that's another that's another story <laughs> for another day no what what happened was even in my batch i think there were a few people who just joined in just to you know spend time like they were not interested in literally anything that we were doing that is insane they would no? they would do it but yeah it is very insane they would do it but it it's like they're doing it for the sake of it for the sake of it but i just at that time i just thought oh fuck this guys man they are so privileged instead of going like also <laughs> also also there's this thing like i mean that I is think, privilege you need I think, to yeah, just you know definitely no, no there's also this thing where people uh, like let's say parents of some pe- children they think ki, uh like art is art koi bhi kar lega so ah uh, yeah that's that's the sentiment there you have some time in between uh, between going to a foreign country so why don't you like take a short term course or something like that so it's it it's very demeaning in a sense it's like vacation and the bonus for the vacation is education it's not the other way around but they don't know the creative input you require 
बिकॉज डिग्री के बाद या फिर कोर्स के डिप्लोमा के बाद यू कैन डू एनी थिंग बिकॉज यू जस्ट ज्वाइंड इन फॉर द फन सेक Yeah, I don't. I yeah. don't think I mentioned this when I was saying. But uh, ideally, when I say that I would have just gone in there and messed around, I'm not saying yeah. I wouldn't like do anything at all. I'd sort of practice my art and work on stuff that I actually want to work in in my own time. Yeah. Right. And then if it's right. sort of lined up in sort of uh, in in terms of the education where there is something that I'm really interested in, obviously I'd pick that up. But the idea is that if there is things I see that I know aren't going to be useful. I sort of still do them, but I'm not going to put like my 100% in there. I'd rather spend the bulk of my time working on my art outside. But now there is also the eight hours a day that I get to socialize with other people, which I'm not going to get if I'm sitting at home and practicing. So that's sort of what I'm trying to go at with the go like go to art school, but don't really put my give all my attention right. there. Because I think that's for me would have been the ideal middle ground. Yeah, yeah. No, I totally understand that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's the thing. Uh, uh, self-taught artist when you're learning on your own or like learning from courses, one of the most important thing that uh, people miss out is a uh, critique because there is only so much self-analysis that you can do on your own. You need outside perspective and input in order to increase that rapid growth, which you really miss out on. So when you're in a school, uh, I guess even these courses offer critique for sure. So that is where you learn the most. When you're in a school, it's like already done for you, right? You have people already who are yeah. assigned yeah, to yeah. you. Yeah, and because yeah. like when you're doing on your own, all you're looking at is like your work, the thing that you're learning from, and people on Instagram or wherever you get your content from, right? Yeah. But in a school setup, you're looking at others actually doing their thing physically right next to you, mm-hmm. and then there you have questions like, okay, why I like what they're doing? Why are they doing it like that? How can mm-hmm. I apply similar things to myself? so th- that learning environment is like it'll it'll help you, like your leveling up will be a lot more faster uh if you're getting critique constantly and you're working on this critique but like as a self taught artist it, it it takes a little longer because uh also like you get used to critique when you're in school i guess like it it isn't as negative but on social media when someone critiques you it's not really critique most of the time <laughs> It's like yeah. they say it's critique, but it's just them. I think pe- people who are not artists and who give credit, ah, uh, sorry, ah, uh, critics. I think they are easy to ah uh, please because they they because they just see anything and they will like holy shit, this is so cool. Oh, why? Kya bana diya? Why? Like yeah. Also, very, another huh. bone I have to pick people ah uh, who <laughs> think they can't draw. Stop saying oh I can't draw a line. Shut up. You can draw a line. Okay, it's your skill. Yeah. <laughs> I can't <laughs> even draw a stick, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. What so is that? Annoying. This is what you, dude. I'm, I okay. I don't know if a blind person can draw a stick, man, but I'm sure they could. So, so you can do a little they bit of they tried, put it, put in the yeah. drills. Uh, yeah. Every day, like three hours dude, a day, is working on a stick, man. No, no. One day, if, if you give, if you give a scale and a pencil to a blind person, they can draw a straight line. Okay. Yeah. I was so when I tell people, just use. This is scale, man. If you can't draw a straight line, use scale. Or no, you are scale. Say, be able. No, then you have some other issues. You don't have hands. Going blind. So it's like if if I if I I don't know what I do with myself because if I go blind or if I go like if if I'm in a position where I have to stop, uh, like where I'm straining my eyes too much, and I don't mean like just naturally, but I mean like if I suddenly get like a condition where I can't. Folk or like draw something for more than like a few minutes a day, uh, or something that's restricting me heavily. 
then I do not know how I would handle that. One of my worst fear is to like, uh, you know, getting in an accident and losing my hands. Oh shit, I thought you were gonna say the <laughs> snake thing where a snake comes from the toilet and like bites oh, no, your no, butt. No, 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 that's a, <laughs> that's a very common, that's, that's very common fear. Everyone says that, like a snake comes out <laughs> I toilet. mean, no what? shit, bro. Who you think? <laughs> yeah, I'm not fearful of that. Let the snake I come, mean, I'll take that, it in. What? I don't think that happens in like uh, <laughs> uh, urban areas. Like yeah, it's not rural really a areas, thing in urban areas. Rural, rural areas, I have encountered actually like snakes in my toilet. So yeah, that's fine. It's not that big a deal. You just wait for a what? while, shoo it away, <laughs> what do you throw, mean? throw <laughs> salt at it. I don't know. <laughs> Try to get. <laughs> Dude, there have been like cobras and green snakes uh, in our oh, bathroom, <laughs> which is very scary. But if it keeps happening like uh, a lot, then it's like, eh, okay, what's the new? What's new? Unless there's like a dragon sitting in your washroom, this 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 sphere is invalid. <laughs> no, no. If you see a snake in your washroom I, or in your to- inside your commode, I think you should just mm. shit. I'm like, what are you gonna do now, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Eat my shit. <laughs> there's no comeback for that. <laughs> I think it's more like once you, no, but isn't it like more like once as soon as you sit down, it's gonna like get agitated and. But I don't know. Agitated. I'm not speaking yeah, from the... experience because you're blocking <laughs> off the light. I, I imagine it's uh, you're something approaching. You're painting a very it. graphic image. It depends on how you sit, right? Like, oh god, we have gone so left with this conversation. Let's bring it back a little. Yeah. But you could like shit Wait, and just throw we... it at them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't Joey Diaz do that? <laughs> are we are we facing the snake or are we facing away from the snake? How do you... what? How do you when you're in sitting, your when, <laughs> there's the like. What if the snake is like enters when you're already sitting? What? Oh yeah, that is like. What if it? Yeah. I think he's saying what if it comes in like it, uh-huh. it catches you midway. Mid mid, uh, <laughs> mid activity, mid activity. What if it comes to you? Do you do you finish your uh, uh, thing or you just run away uh, instantly? I <laughs> depending if I'm I I don't drink. So if I, I, for some reason, I have drunk on this day where I have this encounter with the snake, I'm assuming I'll have a lot of confidence. So I'm going to say, <laughs> bring it on or I will bring on it, my shit. <laughs> how did we, how did we get to this tangent? Yes. I was talking about my fear of going blind. Oh, <laughs> and, yeah. and, and I, I talking said, about your fear of <laughs> snake biting you in the ass. <laughs> 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 no, I've no. always had this uh, fear only. Like, imagine driving, you're mind. like, hey, listen, no, no, no. Listening to music, driving on the road, like a bike or something, like a really cool bike uh, in a leather jacket with like sunglasses and shit. And then you just slip and then you twist or like your a car hand. comes out of nowhere and yeah, yeah, hits yeah. you. Car, car with like a, a Mad Max... <laughs> A Mad Max Jeep comes in by your side and just chops off your arm and just like <laughs> run away. Like, Manish, are you there? And when you look, they're like, ching, ching. <laughs> look, look an eagle. Look an eagle over there. And when I look at it, and then they chop my hand off and then run away. Oh, that's and very... I, I, can, I can never draw again. But no, based on what Joas said, I had like an interesting question, which is, so we all know Kim jong If you don't know Kim jong find out. So Kim Jong-gi is, uh, you know, I consider him in the modern day masters of art, right? So do you think, uh, touch wood, I hope Kim Jong-gi does not go blind. But if he does, do you think he'll he's still able to do it because of his insanely large 
visual visual memory wow irony uh do you think he's <laughs> visual library draw? maybe maybe from like constant practice i think he'll he'll definitely like or i think it would take him less time to start yeah. drawing again the like it, it i for me to take probably like years yeah, to get yeah. used to drawing yeah. okay but i think he could do you, do you think he could do it like if he went back but he just it, draw like he does can blind people draw like is there other cases of people who are blind who can draw there I mean, it's like a lot of paint and color it's not stuff. it's like you'd have to and had an unless you are putting like markers for yourself like physical mm. markers which you can touch and sort of make like a mental map of how it looks on the page you you right. sort of need to have the co- like you need to have like a certain amount of coordination to be able to draw right like there are certain uh, for example there is the um, art exercise where you draw without looking at the canvas so you're looking at the reference yeah. and you're sort of uh, tracing yeah. it oh, yeah you're contouring uh, a certain subject so like that requires uh, like you you don't have to look at something to draw for that because you're sort of um, placing you the fact that you're not taking your pencil off the paper is that is that marker right but i'm thinking would you even want to draw because you can't look at what you're drawing anymore so does it does it make a sense mm. but in contouring yeah like you you're able to draw without looking at your drawing is because you're looking at the subject which is still giving you information for your hand to move so in kim jungi's case he has drawn a lot Visual of memory. so he knows what a thing looks like yeah. he doesn't need to keep looking at a subject to you know use it as a reference his reference is his mind no no referencing referencing i don't think he has to do he can do anymore but uh like no shit when you when you're, yeah when you <laughs> when someone is drawing you have it's not just the muscle memory like there's a hand eye coordination as well so if he doesn't have the eye it's just the hand and mind coordination at that point so i don't know i don't I, like he might take a while to actually start drawing but I I think at some point he might I mean for me the larger yeah. question is would you even want to draw if you can't look at your own drawings after you're done mm, I mean isn't that, is that like true. a really mic drop moment I'm so good I don't need to look at what I draw <laughs> you know No I'm not saying you need to look <laughs> yeah, at no. I'm saying once you finish your drawing you can't look at what you Yeah only yeah, then and, it's and, uh, fine, and no <laughs> like if any critic you get you'll be like bra I'm blind <laughs> fuck I saying no, what am I improving I think <laughs> No that's not what I'm saying I'm saying that there is a certain amount of dopamine or like there is a certain satisfaction you get when you finish a drawing but now regardless of how good or bad the drawing looks you won't get that feedback and you can't look at it and tell yeah it looks good because you are not looking at it it's more of just like an internal thing where would you even want to draw if you are blind and you can't look at what you're drawing or you can't see what you're drawing i think when you're blind depending upon how optimistic a person your life is probably not that great so the the fact that you're still able to pursue art and are able to draw that is a really good dopamine hit in my opinion like no so but don't you think they would uh... that i mean i think it would hit someone a lot more like if you were not blind and you're making art and now you're blind that mm-hmm. might be a little more regressive but someone who's been blind for a long time and then start drawing as they're blind for them i think like i can draw best Okay. I don't think I don't think I'd draw yeah. if I went blind. I think if I went blind I'd probably uh be drawn to other forms of like other forms of creativity. So like I'd probably go I'd be drawn towards some like music or something where it's more 
just physical and audio i don't need to see mm. what i'm doing or like i don't need to see but it's like after a certain point i can like yeah. it's it's just muscle memory you're not even looking at yeah. it and so like i feel like i probably just stop doing art because like, there is for me like if once i stop i can't see it anymore i don't think that I, there is any value in it for me personally i think i think that if i go blind that is when i would switch to abstract art <laughs> <laughs> Because I think that's deep, a great deep, market for that. You just dip your hands in paints and there's just like yeah. all over the and, canvas. Uh, and because of like uh, societal stereotype, they think, oh, he's blind. He's thinking on a different or, level. Or, there's so much like, philosophy inside <laughs> of him. He's seeing yeah. colors in his head. <laughs> or like take a, or, or just take a whole, uh, black paint and paint all across the uh, canvas and uh, term it as, uh, name, name the art piece as my world or some shit like that. It's so artistic and <laughs> yeah, yeah. they're like, oh my god, he's not seeing the world the way we do. This is insane. Yeah, oh my god. No, you could you could uh, you could use like a bunch of different colors and just put it on a board and uh, title it "My World" and people will think you're singing colors and you're seeing like some sort of oh shit LSD yeah. version oh, of the oh, world. Shit. They're like, this is. Where have we gone with this fucking conversation? We were like, should you go to art college? Are you blind? <laughs> Okay, let's uh, let's re- reel it back a little bit. Uh, no, but I just wanted so, to finish on that, which is like, once you yeah. go blind, now you're uh, completely drawing for other people, right? You're not drawing for yourself anymore. Or is there any sort of uh, benefit in drawing if you're blind? Yeah, exactly, right? It is more know. self-satisfaction in the fact that, not in terms of product, but in terms of process at this point. Because the product has to mean nothing to you. There will be the critics who are going to critique the work. The blind, there are no the, critics. The blind. There are no critics now. The critics have to shut the fuck up. Only blind people can critique this art. <laughs> <laughs> a, a family member, let's say. So they will see the artwork and they will just go, Hey, this is nice. This is so cool. But the blind people will, will never know that, right? His yeah, whole life like, he will you just can't, leave. You can't critique a blind artist's work. You have yeah. no right. I mean, Unless they could be completely bullshitting yourself. you or they could like, like, uh, tell you that it's shit. Either way, you have no way of confirming it. Yeah. Mm. But anyways, so coming back <laughs> to uh, the original topic, which is like, should you study art in India? Which is, uh, like, I, I would say, like I said last time, is uh, think of it like buying uh, an iPad from Apple. Uh, the mon- The iPad that you can buy for your budget is the iPad you should go for. So the education you can buy for your budget is the education you should go for, is what I would recommend. Do you guys have any uh, closing remarks on this uh, subject? I think in, in, in India, it puts you in a little bit of an advantage where uh, even though there are like, a, like, there are way fewer art colleges in India than there are outside, but uh, it isn't as expensive in here than it is in a lot of other countries. Like the art education here uh, at its most expensive costs about the same as like a mid-level engineering or a doctorate thing. Because like it's not very expensive. It It is definitely more expensive than a general engineering for sure. Uh, it, it Like ask an architecture student how much money he spends. You'll probably spend around that much. But because I think in, uh, from what I've but, heard, uh, I have no experience in other countries, but from what I've heard, uh, art school in other countries tends to be more expensive yeah, yeah, than normal sure, education. Sure. 
So I yeah, think yeah, we are sure. at a bit of an advantage. I guess there is not as much demand, so they don't really. <laughs> they can't ask. I guess. Uh, I guess people just have to decide what they are actually interested in. Like, hmm. uh, is it two D, three D, visual effects, whatever? Because uh, when when we say art, is just the overall thing, right? Overall uh, creative. Yeah. So if you like two D, I guess just I for, personally I would have, which I didn't, but I would definitely. If if I had the I uh, you know knowledge back then I would have just gone for like one year short term course and you know spend the rest of the two years just practicing, but what happened was uh, uh, when I went to the art school I like I was you know I instantly liked the two D part the second year was three D the first year was two D the second year was three D then the third year was just visual effects so I actually liked two D so I just I was I gave most of my uh, you know uh, uh concentration yeah i concentrated more in the no, first year then the second year i was like little okay chalo seek lete hain 3d is fine so i know the basics and same thing with the visual visual effect part as well but i think uh, the the third year i just didn't go to the college at all i just stayed at home and practiced so yeah i guess it also depends on people's preferences if you if you if you like 2d honestly then just go for that, that specialization like I mean, it's 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 helpful if you branch out a little. You get knowledge about everything. Yeah. At the <laughs> end of the day, uh, do what you want, like we did. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. The takeaway from that. this episode is uh, up to you. <laughs> do what you want. Sure. Yes. <laughs> it's up to you. <laughs> Because at the end of the day, if you fuck up, you can blame. <laughs> There's no one else to blame. Yeah. yeah. It it is what it is. But. Uh, now uh we are on that note we can move on to our next segment this tank is a segment where uh, we use a random object generator to come up with two objects and uh, each one of us has to come up with a unique way of combining them and selling it to the rest of us uh and yeah we'll do this uh, live So none of us know what objects we are gonna get. So let's let's begin. Who wants to volunteer to go first? Joash can go first. Wow! Throwing him under the <laughs> fucking bus. He's like, I won't tell. I will go first instead. I will point that, that, out to the other one person. Kid, that one kid in school who raises your hand instead of raising his. <laughs> not not to answer, but to tell. Imagine like teacher asking yeah. question, you raise your hand, stand up. I think that guy knows the answer you asked. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Joash's two objects are thermometer and artificial flowers. Hmm. I, if it was normal flowers, I could have done it. <laughs> They've really thrown me under the bus here. <laughs> there's not pit. There's no picture of artificial flowers as well, so it's like I don't even have visual feedback. It's a gray box. I uh I can take this if you want. Then you can take mine. Oh, if you have, yeah, yeah, go for it. Okay, uh, cool. So I have decided to step in and take this. Okay. Over, uh, and then Joas will just take my turn. We're the so, judges. Uh, uh yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, warning for the listeners. I'm gonna say some real disgusting stuff. Okay. I mean, the viewers so have to I'm, watch it. Yeah, I mean, I will. We'll put something on screen. Don't worry. Uh, okay. Are we ready? Can I pitch? Yes, yes. yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. In these times of pandemic, you know, we we are always trying to check our temperature to see if we are on the right side of the 
you know covid line or whatever so have you ever wondered or wanted your butt to look beautiful what? uh have you ever what? wanted it to look a little more nature like so here's our product we call it a flower thermometer where it's a new thermometer where we have a thermometer but with flowers on the other end of it so every time you put the thermometer inside your butt to check your temperature <laughs> your butt <laughs> looks like it's a <laughs> two mountains holding a bouquet of flowers and then you take it out you can see your temperature and it's all good <laughs> interesting do you have to wash it after use it is recommended uh, i have a question how big is the flower uh so it it is magnetized you can add more flowers if you want oh, okay 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 uh the, does uh, it come it, in red color <laughs> I'm sure if you put it deep inside yeah. <laughs> <Don't Or wonder. laughs> wait, wait, wouldn't wouldn't that be yellow? Yeah, I guess we have to go a little deeper than that, my man. Uh, <laughs> this just uh, became the worst. Uh there is the concern of uh, the safety hazard where since it's magnetized um isn't there the obvious safety hazard that uh, kids uh, could take so, it out and eat it so the flowers uh this is for 23 and plus uh people below <laughs> 23 have to take their temperature the regular the old fashioned the, the boring way you know the lay boring way definitely thank you but anyone adult who is you know uh, how, how do the kids say lit or you know are uh, bussin i would recommend the flower thermometer where you know you make your butt look natural like a bouquet holder i don't know man i don't think i want but won't it won't it fall out isn't that the uh and i mean like you ideally do not want to keep it in there for too long uh, you know you just put it in wait a few seconds <laughs> take it out and for that brief seconds is where you take your pictures whatever can, you want we can know, still check our right. temperature right yes that's kind of the point of itself Yes. Can we uh, can we put it in our armpits? If yes, but who wants an armpit to look I mean like it's holding a bouquet of flowers. Just put a bouquet of flowers. Why do you want to I I know? want. But yeah, I guess you could do it. You could put it in your mouth also. I mean, it's up to the want. customer to uh Absolutely. Our our devices vary. You versatile? know. Uh, versatile. Um, how yes. how big is the thermometer? uh it comes in various sizes uh, so it's up to you uh, we like to call it it will fill any gaping oh hole god <laughs> that you have in life i see but as as i was saying uh, i'm uh, very happy that you brought up the question of the children's safety i would say you take the thermometer once you're done with your process you just put it back into a vase and it looks like a normal flower pot with magnet flowers with the thermometer inside and the flowers outside mm. yeah yeah it looks like a really mm-hmm. nice decorative piece which is occasionally very functional in times of these pressing times <laughs> okay but yes that is my pitch okay well uh, uh, in terms of uh, i like i'll go first which is okay. um, in terms of the ideation of the of the product i think it's very cool um i think the magnetic flowers are a nice touch uh, since they're like quite modular you can sort of customize it according to your needs 
Um, I, I'm assuming you get like additional kits for like like add-ons where you can like change the flowers up. You can put uh, like I probably want to see like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. different yeah. Uh, things you can put on there so you can maybe have like a magnetic alphabets or something that you can put on there or you can have uh, I don't know like a magnetic crocodile face which is like smiling but uh, they just like uh, like stickers almost uh yeah the potential uh, is is sky yeah high. the potential is definitely yeah, quite it, high you can do and uh, the pro- like as long yeah. as like the safety regulations are followed i think that should be good uh but in terms of whether i would invest in it uh, i would have to say no uh, just purely because i am <laughs> and for that reason i'm <laughs> okay I probably have to beep that. <laughs> For the record, there is nothing wrong with that. <laughs> But, okay, uh, Manish. Uh, huh. <laughs> would I get your investment? It does come in the color red. Hmm. The flowers and... The, the color, color does intrigue me. But uh, if, if right. I think about it... But... but if I think about it... Uh, I don't know. what if i just want it separately Can, are are this detachable what if i i want yes, to yes, what if i want course, to hold the course. flower on the on one hand and check my temperature on the left uh, armpit yes you could absolutely do that but again you know uh, it is not really unconventional to do that it looks very boring i mean I it's, it's what we but are yes, used to you can you have the ability to do that for sure so when i so when i'm like actually really sick when i'm feeling sick but i want to show my parents that i am not so i just take my uh, temperature sec- secretly so it looks like i am holding a flower and look beautiful at the it looks like i'm holding a flower in your in, butt, in my armpit yes. not but i'm not going to do that or yeah why are sure, you so adamant well. on me you on the customers using it on the, in <laughs> their the butt for the accuracy for the accuracy no one ever sir. uses thermometer in their butt are you insane <laughs> they do what i mean not normal people but yes you you can take temperature by putting it in your butt that's how you take temperatures of animals yeah i'm well, animal guy is um, i think i will go next <laughs> yeah i would definitely <laughs> okay. buy this yes so i have an, i i so i have won that round regardless of all the shit that i said <laughs> uh, so you just need to get one yes out of the two like you at least one person needs to invest okay okay Josh, this is for you. <laughs> eh, no, no, this is too boring. Yes. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. I have a... No, <laughs> no this is... So, Joash's two objects are balloon and socks. <laughs> I can't wait for the next, for sure. next contestant. I can. <laughs> are you giving filler dialogue? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Manish, you know we can just cut this out, right? <laughs> Idiot. Yeah, yeah, it's I know. Like, it's I know. like when you're just in a video game like and you're <laughs> supposed to answer a question, uh, but you just don't do anything, and there is like, uh, come yeah. on, you do answer quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the NPC. The NPC. So, um, I'm sure you watched the movie Up. Uh, yes. Uh, if you haven't, the movie is about a man who, um, but like, ties multiple hundreds or even thousands of balloons to the top of his house. and cause which causes it to fly uh, based on that idea we have come up with a new product uh, a new mode of transportation in fact uh, where you sort of connect balloons to yourself and you fly 
and so this this isn't meant for like long term uh, i mean long distance travel obviously because the balloons usually tend to run out of air uh, but if you want to travel like over a short distance but there's a lot of traffic in your area or there are like uh, the roads are a little crazy or you don't like just you don't like doing it um we've come up with a new mode of transportation which is balloons and so now you might be wondering how do these balloons stick to you um well the answer to that is uh using these special magnetized socks <laughs> you can't strip my shit off not magnetized but it's like a uh, hyper active socks. What? hyper hyper apt atomized socks but uh, okay. how they how they work is like you sort of need Damn. to wear these socks um, you rub your feet together or you rub them on a rug or whatever you have you um, mean these socks are a little special oh, no but these socks yeah. are a little special in which uh, where they sort of like make a lot of static electricity and mm. uh, it makes them a lot stronger than like just normal static electricity um <laughs> ideally you want to do this in a room where there aren't a lot of things uh, a lot of small objects mm. next to you but uh, uh once you statisize your <laughs> you just take multiple balloons and you stick them onto yourself and you can jump, go up to your terrace or whatever the highest point is that you can get up to and you jump off it and you will not fall no you uh, you sort of like float but will the wind wind affect the direction of where you want to go because um, it's balloon yes so uh, to sort of co- combat that we also have like a sail which you need to like hold in your hand it's like a kite uh, and that way you can sort of use the wind direction to your advantage and uh, guide yourself through um, you can navigate yourself in the sky what is the strength of these balloons what is the strength of these balloons are they breakable um this no these balloons uh, are actually uh, made of like a new and improved version of rubber which right. makes them quite <laughs> like re- re- resistant to most pokes uh, right. if, if you use like a needle and you really went at it you could definitely burst them uh, but that's where the numbers come into play where if you burst a balloon you don't just automatically fall to the ground uh, mm. but you Um, fall, fall to the ground yeah you just like stop you slowly lose a little bit of altitude mm-hmm. is one way to put it um interesting and in case like something like by some act of god or something where like all your balloons just burst or you right. bu- lose most of your balloons really quickly um then right. we also have like a built in parachute uh uh-huh. into the ve- into the vest that you'd have to connect the balloons mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. Uh, and so, so if worst comes to us It's no longer uh, yes. the it's, it's, two it's products pre- that you have. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's pretty much like a. It's 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 a body suit. Uh, I probably should have clarified uh, that from the start. Uh, But it's like a full body thing. And right. so when you rub the socks, it sort of transfers it to your whole suit, and now you have hmm. balloons all over you. And then you just jump right. off the terrace. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And yeah, the 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 weight capacity for these balloons is around fifty um, to sixty kgs. so uh-huh. most like the average american won't be able to use this but we are trying to come <laughs> up with like a uh, an american version burn. of the product as well for for yeah, foreign we call or, it, the foreign we market we call it uh, the hot air balloon as you with the basket in which you put the people so they can float mm. yes 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 that is the that's the like we are trying to uh, sort of reduce the size on that but uh, uh, we I haven't mean, made a lot of american... progress on that side yet yeah yeah, yeah and the american version So this is more oh, of like a, the version. This I is, thought you meant this is, uh, reduce the size on the American. 
I think I have heard uh, in, enough uh, to make my decision. I would uh, not like to fund this based on the fact that uh, you did not fund my project. <laughs> <laughs> that's very that's very okay, petty. I must say, Mr. Spud. Yes. <laughs> that is fair. But uh, uh, all my the one petty, issue with I this must, is yeah, yeah. not an issue per se. I just have a query. Does it come in red color? Um yes, it, it in fact it also comes with uh, Okay. in multiple different colors and uh, you can like on the mm. website you can sort of pick which suit you want so our okay. default one comes in like a rainbow mm. color um, what if what, what if i want the whole thing to be in red yeah you can do that i think i don't know yeah, yeah you, you you can get the you can get the whole thing in red and uh, we even have like certain accent colors on the red version we try to avoid having the whole thing in red because uh, with for like people who are like color blind you don't want them okay. to miss out on like the entire suit right they will have no idea if someone's flying or not they like what are you guys looking yeah. at there's nothing there <laughs> yeah, yeah just like you wouldn't want to crash into another user that sounds very interesting uh, if they're color blind and uh, so we sort of have safety that colors that sounds very interesting um, and i have a lot of money so i'll definitely fund this I feel like uh, Manish has done the smart thing where bo- <laughs> you know what I just won't invest in his no matter. <laughs> I'll invest in both which means they will invest in mine. <laughs> All right. So I guess now it's my turn time to pitch. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so Manish's two objects are uh, deodorant and a belt. Have you ever thought uh, that your deodorant doesn't smell like a belt <laughs> <laughs> you made the worst thing you could have made from those two things you are now you are you are covered in all leather clothing your belt your boots your hat and your uh, suit so now the issue is your belt is not s- smelling enough leathery so what do you do you use your deodorant on your belt and your belt now smell like belt the most yes yes um, imagine <laughs> so you, you're telling me it's a it's a yes. it's a belt flavored deodorant yes. what if leather flavor yeah so what happens is sometimes uh, when your son comes home with a bad result and you want to hit him but beating is a uh, sort of a uh, crime let's say beating your sort kids of a so crime. Wha- <laughs> so what you do is you spray okay. the deodorant yeah, yeah. on your kid and make and make him smell like a belt now your family is a strong has a strong foundation just because of the presence of a deodorant that smells like a belt yes it does come in red color I would before before Josh goes I would like to uh, not associate myself with this product at all based on its usage so I am out but Josh please go ahead I think that's very uh, interesting yeah. 
very cool feature but i hmm. don't like the smell of leather and for so that reason money is lost uh, and on that note <laughs> wait, wait i got only one vote uh, sorry i got uh, only one uh, decision what about you what i you immediately to... disassociated disassociated myself with this sorry, product sorry i can sorry i can't hear you man are you do you want to uh... i do not <laughs> sorry man i just couldn't hear you again can you repeat that and on that note uh we also, come to uh, what, the what end if... so let's, the let's, let's, let me do this thing <laughs> okay okay <laughs> hold on hold on <laughs> <laughs> let me uh let me add one small bit enough, enough. <laughs> okay okay i think uh i think what uh, since you you both are not investing in this one i would like you guys to use this uh deodorant and maybe you will change your mind after that uh no i will not <laughs> i will not use nor change my mind <laughs> <laughs> please sir manish you do realize that there was like another product right there right you could have put like a belt where you can attach yeah, multiple I, deodorants i, know. I, just, I cannot so. believe he's like yeah but i just chose the most va- most weird oh, okay yeah yeah makes sense <laughs> creativity yeah you uh, this is what you learn from art school guys yes, yes. definitely yeah but uh, okay on that note we come to the end of episode 1 of uh, the wrong layer podcast hopefully this will be the last first episode we don't to re-record Third times this. the charm uh, but uh, yeah do check uh, the wrong layer podcast on instagram where we will be asking your opinions and questions and uh, do let us know if you come up with interesting products for fish tank uh, we will review them in the next episode and what are your thoughts about education Uh, art education in india um check us out manish demon joash brito art and the artist pad on instagram all the links will be down below and uh, tell us uh, why our podcast is bad and what we can do <laughs> so it's not bad the next time uh, yes you boys have anything else to add uh i love everyone okay coming on a little strong <laughs> <laughs> see you guys see you in the next one bye bye guys bye 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 it's the wrong fucking layer